0: Alright, here we go. Podcasting time. Colin Thomas is here from Essential Maintenance, and we will fix it, Dubai. We are going to be talking DIY. Fixing stuff. Maybe not fixing stuff. Getting our heads around fixing stuff. And, oh, oh, oh. How's the summer planning going? Because... The summer's kind of reversed here, which means we're closing off stuff. We're going to do a little bit of a revisit on, uh, does Colin have to repaint that table that he chose not to repaint? How are the chairs holding up? How's the pergola holding up? And, uh, you know, the basics. And if you're in a part of the world where summer is where you suddenly go out and enjoy everything, this is also a chance to start inspecting that gear and figure out what's going on. So that's where we're going, right here on the we will fix it podcast from the Rolf hotel colin great to see you again that was a heck of an introduction (laughs) that goes straight into the top five it it was your face though as you you started getting stuff going i didn't read anything about that (laughs)
1: yeah well i'm I'm used to you now after all these years if there isn't a curveball
0: i don't know why i'm here i think that's how we that's what makes the show work yeah we roll that way yeah yeah
1: yeah and i like that i also had to look down at my shirt (laughs) to work out which brand I was wearing today, which turns out is essential
0: maintenance. I think you... I'm, I'm going to go back and look at the videos. I think this is... You always wear the essential maintenance shirt. No, uh, defi- definitely no, you're not. Sh- you sure? I've it's got, always a black one.
1: Uh, it's normally a black one, yeah. but, but they- I have about 12, maybe 12 to 14 of um, my work shirts. Yeah. Uh, of those, I think... Three are essential maintenance, oh, okay. and it's normally random which one I get, <laughs> because I'm sure there are so many people out there that have the same scenario that I have, which is when you're dropping the kids off to school, yeah. and with the dogs, that normally the run goes, so wake up, dogs, breakfast, shower, mm. dress out the door. Now, by the time you've got through kind of shower, you're always behind, so yeah. at that point, the idea of what shirt am I wearing is nothing to do with
0: anything brand related. It's purely down to <laughs> what's nearest and what can I see now. So you don't have it set up like Batman where they're all just kind of on a mannequin and you just pull them off and throw well, them Well, I've
1: obviously in. asked Natalie whether she'd be so kind as to do that. And
0: bizarrely, <laughs> she told me where that could go sideways. Yeah, no idea why, James. Um, coffee in the morning. Just a quick question. The, the Nespresso machine, you've got the the mother Ugh. of all Nespresso machines. Still yes. working well? I utterly mm-hmm. adore it. Yeah. However, here's an interesting one. And, today and we're is not, the day. We're not sponsored by Nespresso, although we wouldn't mind no, no, being. No, we we'd like today.
1: to be. I'll pay you, Nespresso. <laughs> I absolutely adore your brand. And actually, everything they do in the UAE, I really adore as well.
0: And I think when they do sponsor us, Mr. Clooney should come by just to say, hey, guys, here's uh, your Nespresso. Well, we'll have to decide whether we allow him in. <laughs>
1: He's got, obviously good, that. He's, he's
0: got good hair, though. He has got good hair. We'll give him that.
1: <laughs> all right, yeah, you, you can come. If you ask us nicely, George, it better be nicely. So let me tell you about this. Uh, so first of all, I was saying about their, their service, which is utterly immaculate at Nespresso. They do all the basics right. If you need to get an espresso machine serviced, 350 dirhams. That's, that's it? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if it needs spare parts whatever. It's 350 dirhams. Really? Part of the brand promise, which I absolutely love. If you want to upgrade, you get 20 to 30% discount if you trade in your old against your new. Okay. Well, that means I'm going to go with those guys every single time. <laughs> I mean, it's a no brainer. <laughs> so, uh, so, and also, oh, the other brilliant thing about their service is when they take your, um, yours in for service, you get a choice of the models that they will leave with you. Get out of here. Whilst they're servicing it for 350 dirhams. So that's how I ended up with this one. I'm like, don't suppose you've got, you've got the, top, the top one, have you? Yes, we do. Great, I'll have that one. Brand new it was. And um, that was it. Utterly sold. Two days later, I don't even want that one back. <laughs> keep, keep, keep it. Keep it. it. <laughs> yeah, just deliver the new one. <laughs> and it's amazing. So I'm, uh, I, every single morning, will not leave the house without a coffee. Now limitations of oh, the machine oh, as okay. well. This is a good
0: thing because it, you know there there are. Well, Nespresso is an amazing machine. There are challenges. Yes. So they've now got the pro
1: version of my one, which wasn't out when I got mine, which has two compressors w- rather than one. Oh, which you, means you, you can do the milk and the coffee at the same time. Yeah, which you is always awesome. want two compressors. Yeah, but we. I haven't on mine. I've got the one, so that makes it longer. How, which, long, how long till you upgrade? well see I'm desperately trying to put it off because I do love my machine Ah, but then equally if you imagine we were talking about the the process in the morning so coffee comes at the same time getting the coffee ready which is always in I have three of these I think and um, which always comes into the same type of thermos. By the way, my thermoses are amazing as well. Contigo, if anyone needs them for the kids, I moved over the kids to these, and oh my word, they are phenomenal. There we go. So, so we've got Nespresso on board, we've got Contigo on board. Yeah, we need these board. guys, but it's the it's their auto-seal range that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the auto seal range that was yeah. absolutely amazing <laughs> yeah. to be fair i drop it three times a day and it's yeah. absolutely fine but nice. what i love is this this button on the back yeah, yeah. so none of the straws that fail for oh. the kids and also i this goes through a dishwasher at high temperature every single day no issues whatsoever i absolutely love them and this one this Og oh dear are you ready for this one james <laughs> this one came free huh with a pajero <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Natalie is absolutely disgusted by this, but it's fine by me. Obviously, it's been so fully clean. Your wife and my wife share a similarity here. We're going to get back to the Nespresso machine in Eventually. a second. But I, I live by the shopping for thermoses by looking at the end of the year at the school Austin found and everything that hasn't been claimed. Yeah. And it's amazing the value you can get there because kids lose these things yes and never come and get them no and all you got to do is clean it
1: yeah well and that's, the, that's my view and as the well. wife
0: kind of goes oh that's disgusting i said
1: you clean it anyway well this is my <laughs> first one and about three years ago i think and we'd had a, another very well-known and expensive brand uh. um that was rubbish i mean uh. they were constantly leaking in the kids bags uh. and i thought there just has to be a better way uh. and then this one which is not designed for heat officially i think has done three years of my coffees every morning without any problem whatsoever. So now i bought the kids uh, one <laughs> each, which is, has yeah. n- never failed since the start of the school year. And I'm sure we'll get a couple more years out of it. And I bought another two. So it's, um, th- they're absolutely amazing. Yeah. I absolutely love them. Contigo.
0: Okay. Back to the Nespresso. So
1: the negatives of the Nespresso. First of all, uh, we talked about the fact that I have one compressor, which takes yes. some time. The other thing is that the steam one blocks quite frequently. Now, I had to do a really fast. Off the wand or? Yeah, off the wand itself. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, does It does its cleaning. Yeah. yeah, it does a cleaning cycle, but it doesn't yeah. really work particularly well. Mm. But then yesterday, I did a really quick unblock, um, which they give, they give you the tool to be able to unblock oh, okay. it, which unfortunately is stored underneath the water tank. So <laughs> the whole water tank has to come off. <laughs> to be able to get to it so i did it really quickly yesterday and with my eyesight i obviously didn't do it very well because it re-blocked today so luckily i had time today so did it properly and everything's absolutely fine again so that's the second thing the third thing which i have previously commented on and which happened again last week thank goodness it's ramadan and i've got more time on my hands was the uh i'm really sorry but unfortunately you need to clean your nespresso machine right now and do wow. uh, do a full uh, d scale cycle that's a 15 minute job and we're not going to give you uh, well here's the other thing. they say it's a 15 minute job if you can do it in under <laughs> 25 and you are a formula one mechanic because i am absolutely on it and that's how long it takes so that is a, a, a slight negative however the clean cycle when they when it does happen i think they give you like two more uh, presses button presses uh. from them showing it to when it goes Now, Natalie will never tell me that it's due, and she doesn't like an espresso through the day. So when I get there, you can guarantee I am done. Well, I'm not going anywhere without coffee. So you know what? If it means a day off school for the kids, that's what we're looking at here. That is the level of priority that we have on coffee. So I wouldn't say that's ever actually happened. So maybe I'm a little bit more mouth than action. However, there are little, tiny little things that need to be improved on my amazing espresso machine um before they we get to the uh the, the, the perfect panacea.
0: Okay. But it's getting there.
1: Yeah, oh it's very good. Oh, very, nice. very good. Nice. Do you yeah. eat breakfast before you leave
0: in the morning? I mean this is just being nosy. Do you have a two
1: boiled eggs. T- every day? Yeah. That's it. Just Well, well I had um on if toast, you remember or, Jack. I do remember ja- uh, Jack. Jack Foe Jack. Foe, yeah. So Jack got me onto the fact I need a hell of a lot more protein in my diet and right. um uh, and that's worked generally pretty well. But what I find is, in the morning, I literally have like a, a minute and a half, two minutes. I naturally eat way too much bread. Yeah. So instead, to go with the two boiled eggs works really well for me. And then when Natalie kind of explained to me, because I was worried about um, the cholesterol side of things. And then when she explained to me with, that all new studies suggest that actually it's good cholesterol that's coming out of eggs, I'm like, fine, we'll, yeah. that will work nice. for me. But then I, I... I, I Food is my issue, so therefore the calories will come through the day, uh, just not at that initial breakfast time.
0: So yeah, that's our role. I want to I want to jump into your other hobby. Which one? The Beetle Racing Club.
1: Oh my (laughs) word! The Beetle (laughs)
0: Racing Club. Does that make me happy? (laughs) Or what (laughs) so we've been talking about this for over a year now it's
1: now it's now almost well actually i've got it's coming up to two years since i registered the beetle okay um because i'm two years we've been talking about this yeah well that would be i think it was slightly after probably i reckon we're coming up to two years of actual racing in about must be about like two months time However, we worked out that last night was our nineteenth track day. Wow. Which has been just amazing. And you'd have thought going round in circles on the same track would be extremely boring. But it, it so isn't because it the track is changing constantly. The car is changing constantly as it heats up and you know various bits are falling off. <laughs> And we donate, on most most weeks, we try and donate something plastic to the track gods.
0: Give, give us an update on, uh, you know, go go back a little bit. What oh, okay. is this all about? What is this beetle racing all oh, yes. about? Okay. What do you do? So, basically, a whole
1: bunch of my mates own garages and are car nuts. That's kind of how we roll. Right. So, we all wanted to do the Lemon Series that was in the U.S., which is basically a 24-hour race that is for cars that, are, that at the time... Were under five hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Now these days, a little bit more safety focus means that that isn't quite so strictly adhered to, but that's the kind of concept which is really low value racing. Now the lowest thing that you can find in the UAE is Clio Cup. If you wanted a yeah, racing okay. series, and that starts at two hundred thousand to get into it dirhams. Yikes! I know it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So we wanted something absolute, billy basic. So the idea was to set up the uh, the Beetle Banging Club that we operate at track nights. So Uh whilst we're not officially racing, we all have race boxes so that we can time (laughs) every lap. Okay. And we know where we sit um, within our our groups. Then um, there are teams of four. Each person puts in 5,000 dirhams, which buys a car from the US, fixes the car, and normally gives you a little bit, or actually in most cases it gives enough for the first season's um, maintenance. So we've been doing this now, as I say, for almost two years. How many um, cars do you have
0: in the, in the club? We've got eight currently. Wow,
1: that's... Yeah, we need to get to 10 before we can even start on a new racing series. But bizarrely, we've ended up with some corporate teams as well. We have a team from TikTok. Really? Yeah, which actually, interestingly, well, it's, it's individuals, actually. I have to be careful on this because they get a little bit, a little bit to turn <laughs> careful on this. So that it's, it is all people that work or have worked at TikTok. Okay. Mind you, if TikTok will sponsor Wrexham Football Club in the UK. Yeah. Then surely they will sponsor my series. So we'll work on that one and see where we get to. Um, So we've got those guys. Uh, We've obviously got us. We've got Glenn, the car guy, who also does a podcast with you, with the Power It's Garage. Um, that one is coming back online again. We had a little bit of fun and games with oh, them, no. with their car, um, but that one is coming back online now. We've got um, one of the main barbecue distributors. He's oh. got he's got a car here as well, uh, Mr. Avel. Um We have got oh, we've got EBC Express. Um, oh wow! Uh, who decided to put a uh, <laughs> he decided to put a wrap on his car, <laughs> which is uh, I mean. When I say gold, I don't mean the gold colour you see on cars. I mean gold. Wow. So it's now the golden nugget. The problem is, because it's so reflective, he now can't pass the RTA. So he's having to trailer it everywhere, which is utterly hilarious and how James rolls. And it's just brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> Didn't tell anyone he was doing it, but it is quite a sight to behold. There are okay. not two of them. Okay. So, and then we've got uh, another garage as well. Um, I service any car uh, is coming online, and then I'm going to buy back their second car as well um, because they're not going to get rounds of racing two cars. So we'll um, we'll free that one up for other people. But it, it's just the idea is a, a bit of fun that is not alcohol related. Yeah. Because one of the issues that you have when you're kind of in your your forties is. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to just socialize with a bunch of similar minded people where there isn't kind of alcohol involved, but it's still a nighttime when we've got space was proving quite difficult. So yeah. that's where this whole idea came from originally. And um, I, I, after I've been Beetle racing, it's almost like I, I hit a zen for the rest <laughs> of the week. And um, I just utterly adore it it's so much fun and really something that we enjoy doing
0: tell me about the plastic you guys are leaving on the track Um,
1: well (laughs) it's not necessarily on the track generally there is a rule when you have an old car that is on a track which is you need to leave some plastic to the track gods so what this is is if you imagine we are throwing quite a lot of g-forces through a car and we are going over the kerbs at quite ridiculous speeds. To give you an idea, my little ancient Beetle will do 152 kilometres an hour down the main straight, wow. uh, which is not really what it's designed for as a little shopping car, but we, we absolutely love it. So pretty much on every run, there will be a piece of trim inside the car or <laughs> a little bit of bumper on the outside of the car that will be liberated <laughs> So last night we had the surround that goes around the speedometer, um, came off at a corner when we were doing the most beautiful power slide, and all of a sudden that was around Dave's feet. So I'm quickly in in his footwell pulling this out so he was able to hit the brakes again for the next corner. But that's all part of the course. We'll stick it back on and we'll donate it again at a later stage. What 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 age are these vehicles? Mine's a 2000, okay. uh, so 23 years old. Uh, it goes up to, actually, well, it could go up to 2010, but I think at the moment 2005 is probably the newest that we have. Oh. And, um, you know, we have engines. I keep engines on the rack because they're the same as I use for the transporters <laughs> that we have in the fleet. Um, so they're 1,200 dirhams of an engine and um, you know brake pads but they've proved to be ridiculously reliable Mm. once we get them fixed um, initially because they need quite a lot of work initially it's only really pads and discs and tyres that they really need what kind of tyres are you using? right now I'm using a brand called Armstrong I bought the closing stock of the distributor as you do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so we if you imagine we can do normally we can do about probably seven or eight track days on a set of tires, which is pretty pretty decent uh-huh. and that's that's really good, yeah. Yeah, it was, It was. I mean, they are constantly squealing. You know, you would not, and they're red hot by the time we're coming off the track. So, uh, and I bought their closing stock at 132 dirhams a tyre, I think it was. Uh-huh. So now, remember the shed? Yeah, yeah. Guess what's inside it? <laughs> <laughs> a lot <laughs> of, of tyres. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm using those at the moment. We've just swapped them over. But they uh, they tend to shred, um, oh. which is, oh. if you're, uh, the, the, um, the edge between the sidewall and the main tread, um, that kind of shoulder, I think yeah. is the official term, when you are throwing a car around a corner on three wheels quite a lot, that's what tends to go. Right. So for that, we're, we we do need to change tires, and, and that happens now and again. Oh, nice. Well, sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it really is. I absolutely
0: love it. I think we're going to have to come and do a little podcast down there and just have a chat with everyone.
1: Oh, well, you know, yes, we will we'll try to be as clean as we possibly can, but when you've got the, um, the adrenaline flowing, it, it does get quite adult in terms of the, yeah, the yeah. conversations. That Especially like last night where a Porsche um, cut me up on the last oh, corner. Oh, come on. Yeah, but as I turned in, like way too late. I mean, I couldn't believe the movie made. Well, the explosives in the dash cam really do need deleting out before I send that anywhere, because that was, that was quite a moment without a doubt. But... I got a Lambo last night. Wow. overtook a Lamborghini. Wow. If you imagine (laughs) the scenario here, there's people bringing the most ridiculous machinery on track. Yeah. Well, they normally are big and heavy, which means on the main, and very powerful, on the main straight, we get murdered. Of course. But our track is the club circuit, which is the little one, which has loads of turns and and, uh, lots of fiddly stuff. Well, our car is really light, and it is phenomenally quick through there. So, what tends to happen is we get burnt off on the main straight, but by the time that we get into all the fiddly stuff again, we're right up their bums, which is highly entertaining <laughs> when we've got a car that's worth 20 grand and they've got a car worth, well, a few million. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah. Normally, they think we don't care because we've gone <laughs> around the paddock saying, We don't care, we'll take all of you out. Because what they then do is move out of our way as we go screaming on through before we get overtaken on the main straight again. So yes, we claimed the scalp of a Lamborghini last night. And Wonderful. it was high fives all round yeah. when that happened.
0: <laughs> lovely, lovely. Yeah. I want to I jump into summer preparedness. And we've had extensive conversations about your pergolas. You had a container at one point. Yeah, back in the day. You've had furniture that you stripped and then didn't recoat with stuff and the, there was the white painting that was going to happen and never happened oh that's a whole that's a whole different world yeah that, that so I, I, I wanted to just sort of pick up really quickly on a what's going on for summer preparedness yeah. and what's what's the state of all of these pieces it's probably worthwhile me lying at this point
1: but <laughs> let, let's not <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the pergola, so this pergola is aluminium, which is yes. great because it doesn't need very much yeah, at all. And it's holding up well. It's holding up beautifully, yeah. The negative, though, is because of the slats on the roof, which were are kind of like aerofoils. Yeah. Wasn't my choice, but we won't go there. Um, so there was a bit of a design flaw initially, which was the sunlight came through the aerofoils. So oh. uh, I was told categorically there's no chance of sunlight coming through these aerofoils. I'm like, Looking at that angle, yeah. it's definitely happening. She was having none of it. So, uh, therefore, over the top of it, I needed to create a rattan frame. Oh, ah, so that sounds you, weird. Uh, well, no, sorry, not a rattan frame. It was a. Come on, why am I struggling with this? So basically, it's a, it's a frame that goes over the top, and then I have used canes. How can okay, I not do canes okay. today? All right. So, you know the traditional fencing that you get, that's yeah. kind of the cane, it's weaved together? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, I basically found the longest ones of those and then used oh, okay. it over a frame to basically block out that line. Oh, it must look pretty cool. Well, it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the problem is, we also have a tree over the top that oh. we are not allowed, and it's so obvious that before we did it, we should have locked off the yeah. one branch that was there that was just not allowed to be locked off for some unknown reason so now we have a lot of leaves over the top of it and the sand is kind of collected as well and whenever you get rain it drips through it uh so it's not as cool as i would like um for that part but overall that is not in a bad way okay so that's fine now the furniture you will notice a standard theme that is coming through these whole discussions so <laughs> the previous th- uh, furniture that I had there, so I, I will only buy teak right? Um, for the simple reason that it lasts, it looks good, and yeah. you teak oil it every year and away yeah. you go. So the last one, bought it for 5000 used it for six years, sold so, it for seven. Right. And it was immaculate. That was a great deal. Yes, it was a great deal. I hope they weren't, uh, <laughs> I haven't heard back from them, so hopefully it all <laughs> went okay. I did tell them it needed teak oiling on a, on a yearly basis. I'm pretty sure they probably didn't do it. Now, the new set, when it arrived, had some kind of treatment on it, uh, so slightly bigger. Natalie also said she didn't like the kind of yellowy, reddy glow that you get from teak oil as standard.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So she wanted me to leave it until it, uh, it kind of uh, dulled down a bit. Well, it kind of dulled down. It's got a bit of mildew and various other bits and bobs uh. over there. Yeah, I think it looks terrible. However, now, in fact, is not the time to be doing that because if oh. I did do that, I'm going to cover it for the summer anyway. Right. And if I did do that for the summer, then uh, by the time I've oiled it and you know, the sanding is going to take a huge amount of time, I will get that degradation from the summer combined with, mm. with it being new oil. it will probably stick to the cover anyway. Yeah. So the timing's wrong. So my plan for that is an all-out approach, James. Ah. So what I'm going to do is, as you know, I've now got an, uh, the mother of all pressure washers yes. that, will, um, that will do a good job initially on that. And then I'm going to kind of use that, which should take off the uh, the bit of mildew that's in places. I'm then going to sand it straight after that. Oh, so, so first you're going to pressure this is pressure So you're going to
0: do this right before you're going to start using it again. Exactly. So not yeah, at so the end of the season. No. So right before, okay. So yeah. you're going to pressure wash it first. Pressure wash is, it. Is there a danger with the mother of all pressure washes because of the pressure that you have to dial it back a little bit so that you're not?
1: I just use distance. Okay. As being so, the the position that I that I do, I start off a further away than ideal, yeah. and I find a kind of sweet point based on what I'm what I'm working on okay. as to as to where I need to be. So um, I'm going to use that first of all. Then I will sand it. And, uh, again, random orbital for me yeah. um, is the
0: way forward. No, in, in the past, you've taken apart furniture. Right? I have taken apart. That Are didn't go well. To, no, no. That took you a long time to get it back together. Well, the other thing was, if mm-hmm. I'm absolutely honest on
1: that, I needed my dad's help right. when, when yeah. we
0: decided. To, and, luckily, I kind of knew
1: beforehand this could well go a bit south. So, I'll wait until dad's here and see what he thinks. Well, together, we actually did a really good job of it. But, yeah. my goodness, it was fiddly. So, you're not going to so take it apart this definitely time. Definitely not going to be taking them apart. Uh, so we'll get that, that will be that kind of sorted out. And um, the big one at the moment is that the level of leaf drop that we've got, huh. it's, it's almost one side of the garden is just solid leaves. It's that time of year. Yeah. Our gardener, I think is having a, not just a Ramadan based <laughs> scenario, but <laughs> the initial words were had a couple of months ago, you know, up, yeah. up your game here and you're, you're slightly, um, yeah. undervaluing the work that is required. Let's uh-huh. put it that way. Uh-huh. But uh, post Ramadan and post Eid, I think the conversation needs to be had a little bit more directly Mm. because we've got lots of our our plants that are kind of overgrown. And and actually, the other problem is, as I kind of alluded to previously, Natalie is very much about having as much privacy as possible. And for her, that means not really touching anything in the garden that's growing. However, it is beyond overgrown. Mm. So Mm. we need to get that all trimmed back. We've got a tree that, again, not just the tree over the pergola, but another tree that needs a, a, a real going at. And But again, I think doing that kind of stuff, and again, there are all times that we're supposed to do pruning, aren't there? Yeah. Is it this time I mean, of year? You'd
0: know that. This is a good time of year. Oh, okay. Um, prior, I mean, you, this is, or as we're going into the cooler months is also a good time to start ah, thinking about okay. that.
1: Well, I wonder, because I think and probably if the leaf, leaves are going to continue to drop,
0: yeah, that will create... Well, this, is, this is that season where they lose all their leaves now before they get their new growth for the summer.
1: Okay. So I could be in trouble here. If I were to lop off a whole bunch now, then with the leaf drop, it's unlikely that the neighbors aren't going to have a little bit more visibility. Yeah. If the neighbors have a little bit more visibility, I'm getting shot. Yeah. So we'll have a think on that one and work yeah. out when the
0: timing is to do all of that. Yeah. yeah Yeah. so that sounds like things are 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 working out now quickly with the leaf drop so you've got your furniture you're going to you're going to deal with later yeah you've got to you know clean it all up and re-oil it with the leaf drop how is your cement work looking are you getting lots of leaves and staining of the cement work are you no 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 i've
1: got to say the cement work on the whole has been really good and that's all sealed too you sealed all that sealed that sealed and then um also we've got a hell of a lot of um uh granite as well okay um in various different well, a couple of different styles actually, and all of that has just proved to be amazing. Ah. You know, an unpolished um unpolished granite, so quite a rough surface around the pool is is in excellent shape. That's
0: that's held up.
1: Yeah, it's held up really well. Um again what I probably will do is, is well I've got the pressure washer out for um For doing the furniture, I think I'll pressure wash. Oh, actually, I'll just pressure wash everything. (laughs) Anything in sight is getting pressure washed because that's what you do as a dad, isn't it? You just pressure wash everything. Yeah, that's your job done. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, only. Um. So this is going to be my logic for when we come out of hibernation. Nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it's all
1: coming. That's like five months away. Thinking about it, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad we're planning it now, because <laughs> usually it's like 10 <laughs> minutes, 10 minutes before it's due. But
0: at least the pool is sparkly again. I uh, so that. and the, if, you've listened the, if you listen to Foss out
1: 3XL. If you've got a green pool, ignore everybody. Don't just throw ooh. more chlorine in it. Foss out 3XL. There we go. Amazing. And you literally use 30 milliliters for a, a massive, well, That's we've nothing. got, were well, we 20,000 gallons, I think, in our pool? Wow. It took thirty mils. I can't believe it. It's crystal nice, and that was before I cleaned it over this yeah. weekend. But before I cleaned it, it was crystal. I've got no idea what's in this stuff, yeah. but utterly incredible. So uh, yeah, I'd, really, like, really I'd like to, to
0: see the the when you do a backwash. I'd love to see the water coming out to see. It w- was really bad when yeah. I backwashed yeah, it. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So it needed. I needed three minutes of backwash before it went clear. Right, and then the rinse off after that. Um, so we lost a, a, quite a bit of water doing that. I'm glad we did, yeah, yeah. but I'm going to now backwash more often and, um, and just keep an eye on it for a while. Sounds good. Yeah. I think I'm learning now. <laughs> I'm, more than anything, I'm enjoying it. Oh. I, I really do enjoy doing the pool. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to see how I am through the summer. I think I'm just going to go early morning. So yeah. straight off the dog walk. Um, I'll, I'll do that. I think. You just have to keep up with okay. it. I think that's the yeah, issue. That's with the, that, as yeah, soon agree. as you
0: let them get ahead of you. Yes. Yeah, so you're done. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not now because I've got <laughs> Foss out.
1: <laughs> Which is very expensive. I mean, 170 dirhams for for a small container, but yeah. it's absolute gold dust. This but stuff that, really, really
0: good. That's also done so it forces you to keep up on the pool, so you don't have to go buy more. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I know now. Yeah. So next time it will be entirely my fault,
0: hmm.
1: and it's going to happen. We both know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's 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 going on at the shop these days? What are the big callers? I mean, we got AC. Obviously, yeah. this is your bread and butter. Of course. The big ones, actually, are, are, I think is um,
1: replace and maintain, which yeah. is the new units, uh, new unit replacements. Okay. There's so many properties here that are getting to that 20-year mark now yeah. with the original ACs that have been repaired and repaired and repaired, and we're now getting lots of dual failures. Yeah. So whether it be uh, a compressor and an outdoor fan motor oh or um, an evaporator and the, the fan motor go in it. There's a whole combination that you can yeah. get. But at that point, it gets to the stage of, is it worth investing this much in the unit rather than re- uh, replacing it? <laughs> Another one that's come out of the woodwork that was a real surprise is when people are asking us to come to quote for replacement of units, yeah. it's often because they've already replaced one what? and they've had a bad experience. Oh, And almost every time, we can see why they've had a bad experience. So the fact that the, the insulation... A lot of the modern – I think we spoke about this last week, didn't we, about the fact that the location now um, of the metering device, which is the bit that makes the gas actually go cold, has often moved. So previously, it was on the indoor unit, so inside. So the pipe going from the roof to there, um, to the inside unit, wasn't actually cold. It was later that the cooling happened, whereas now most of the units do it by the outdoor unit. Uh However, the companies that don't really understand the entirety of what's going on aren't then insulating that pipe. Okay. So what actually happens is, first of all, any benefits you thought you were getting by getting a new AC completely evaporate on the basis that all of that has been lost on a pipe that is not insulated outside. And also, it goes down the central services shaft, which is a vertical <laughs> shaft and a very, very cold pipe, which therefore gets condensation, and at the bottom of that pipe, all of that condensation will drip to your ceiling, which will kill your gypsum board. Nice. Yeah. Lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if you don't know what you're doing, because you can get a cheaper price, because instead of technicians, you've just got laborers, you will not bother about that. Oh, don't worry, sir. We'll be here for you. Phone uh, changed yeah, immediately yeah. after they've received the however much money that they receive and away they go. So we're now going in <laughs> as part, and it's happened on maybe four, four different occasions now, where as well as doing additional units, we rip out the pipework that was left over from the uh, from the first unit that they did and oh. do it right. Oh. So that way, everything is fine again. And for us, we found out that within the extreme environments, instead of using the traditional um, foam insulation, yeah. that if instead if you wrap a plaster of Paris around the pipes, plaster of Paris, yeah, that's how commercial units are done. If you do it that way, it will last forever. Huh. Yeah. So that's yeah. exactly what we're doing now. Okay. Now, customers aren't going to know this. And yes, it means more labor uh, to yeah. be able to do that. But what it means is they've got a unit that is then
0: future-proof, no, just, as much as it can be. Just as a side, are are the boys making piñatas as well? Because now they're getting good with plaster of Paris. Well, I think if we did make <laughs> piñatas, there would be ones that you'd never get the sweets out of. <laughs>
1: We used explosives and we still got to open it. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those where there's only one way yeah. to do things, which is right. Is it the right way. And, and I just can't have. And it's something that literally I, I, I lose my rag over, which is my boys know now if you cut a corner and we catch it, you're done for. Yeah. We, it would be. And you'll the, eventually catch it. Like something. Yeah. oh, we definitely will. So it will be, and then we go and back check. So if we find that a technician has done a certain um, cut on a job, yeah. first of all, they come in for a disciplinary with me. Secondly, they have retraining with our, our um, head technician. Thirdly, they go on probation. So therefore, without them knowing, we will assign them that same job um, once they've come out of the training and the probation, and we'll, we'll fit it into the schedule, our head technician will then go back to the customer separately uh-huh. to recheck that work to find out have they really learned what's going on or have they not. Okay, so that whole process means we will nip it in the bud as soon as we find out and make sure that we don't leave any legacy issues. But it does happen, mm. um, without a doubt. But for us, everybody knows now <laughs> that I have a bee in my bonnet about some um, bodges, as you well know,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: and I won't have it. Simple as that. Had There's a, only one way, and it's right. Had one of
0: my own bodge jobs fail on me. There's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, James? Uh, you'll notice in the notes, I uh, came up with some some cool stuff that I have to know. I'm I'm really curious if it'll work. Uh, metal epoxy, and yeah. and I've never heard of metal epoxy, but I'm very interested in this. So I have a, I have a gate, and I have the mechanism, and it seems the screws over 23 years have. You know, I guess you could get bigger screws, but it seems the bigger screws I'm going to need are too big for the hole in the door handle.
1: Is this the standard dual jewel, uh, jewel handle on yeah. either side, which has got the yeah. integrated yeah. spring in on a metal door? But the metal door, I don't think, is solid. Yeah. So it'll be... Yeah. Okay. Now, you, you're, you're in a whole world of pain here. I know. Yeah. Okay. There are different solutions. The problem that I have with the metal epoxy, now, it sounds... Sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds cool, <laughs> but also... Um, if you imagine if it's solid you're creating a plug right when you're creating a plug it is when you then need to screw into it the pressure goes outwards Uh, and it goes into the area it's basically kept in that pressure by everything that's surrounding it with yours because it is square tube apart from the millimetre that you've got at the entrance you you have no more support so it will just You've got nothing. Yeah. So I don't think that works yeah. particularly yeah. well. The bodge attempt would be to just keep packing it until you can't pack anymore. Yeah. Well, that's more than a tube, to <laughs> say the least. and it, it, More likely than not, it will just go down. Yeah. Yeah. The third option would be if you are able to get some uh, some gauze or something similar to go into it to provide a backing behind oh. it to create a plug. Yeah. That won't work, but you know what? It's, at least it's got more thought behind it than just throwing it in there willy-nilly. Uh, so, there is, there is a couple of different aspects and possibilities to this. You could use a metal gypsum plug.
0: See, I was thinking about that.
1: Right. You need one which has got quite a coarse thread uh-huh. to thread it in. And you need one that is going to touch the back of the inside or, or, of the yeah. square, so that, that way, when you're talking uh, into it,
0: it's not going to go further. And do those metal gypsum plugs come nice and small? or No. Nah.
1: So, you probably need a little bit of bodgery to the back of that as well to make that uh, feasible. Okay. So that's not great, but actually, the problem is the fixing itself because it's got quite a coarse thread on it. Yeah, needs to be quite a big fixing. Even though the actual screw hole will right. normally take something like a, um, you know, a standard yeah, picture yeah. hook yeah, um, yeah. drill. So you will probably need either to drill it out, which is feasible, yeah, or, or and you know the other thing I would do <laughs> with this. This is bodgery, which is not great. <laughs> right. The other thing I would do this is the combination. So what I would do is, is I first of all, I would drill it out uh-huh. uh, to about, so that it's normally like one thread down.
0: Okay.
1: I would then use your metal epoxy on the thread. Uh, so i then use it on yeah. the thread. I would then screw it in, uh-huh. clean off around the epoxy, so that, that way I've got the maximum amount of adhesion. Those also come with a collar, if you remember, right, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the surface. Yeah. So I'm hoping that behind that collar... I'm going to get some of the metal epoxy as well. Okay. So that way, not just the inside of the uh, the actual bar, yeah. but that collar as well will give me some additional uh, ability to hold that plug for anything longer than a minute and a half. The other thing you need to do is leave it because that takes normally about 8 to 12 hours to cure. Oh, dear. Okay. So it, it's a two-day job to be able to get that yeah. to um, to work. But I think that has legs.
0: Okay. I'm gonna investigate That's my thought I'm gonna process. investigate more because the last thing you want is these gates to fail.
1: Yeah. There's also Fisher, uh Fisher are the main brand for those kind of fixings and there is a fantastic range in is it Ace or is it Speed X? Speed X uh in on Chickside Road. Uh-huh. Uh huh. probably your best place to uh, to look. Ace is just down the road, so if I've got it yeah. wrong, you haven't got far to go. Right. But one of those two has a really good fisher range. Oh, it is ace, you know. It is ace. Yeah, and it's Festival City.
0: Ah, oh, there you go. It's right by the house.
1: Yeah, I would go there. And mm. um, and then yeah, but you need that um, that steel epoxy My, with it to give it some and extra. See what they got, Yeah, yeah. I haven't got much better than that. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But mm. it's fingers uh,
0: crossed. Yeah. Anyway, it's. It is one of those bodged (laughs) stuff.
1: The other thing that you could potentially do is um, if you were to... Yeah, how much? I wonder how much metal you've got. Would you be able to just drill out the uh, the housing so that you could put bigger maybe, screws in Maybe, it?
0: possibly. And if you imagine, you know the... Um, I do have to investigate how much larger a screw I could actually put in because maybe I just need one size up and that'd be yeah, sorted.
1: And you also need a countersunk screw. Uh, that's and true. also, aluminium screws are normally quite coarse. Uh, so you would need a countersunk, short, stubby screw. Yeah. Well, that's quite an ask. <laughs> Again, actually, here's an odd one. Ace Hardware a good bet for they, that as well. They might you know, have They've it. got their little, uh, the drawers yeah. where you buy by yeah. weight. That's such a great idea, I love by the that. way. I yeah, love yeah. that. So I do that just for stock. And okay. I'll, I'll get like four or five bags of random, lots of different bits just to have in stock for C- bits and bobs well, and you I always need. need that. It's yeah. It, yeah. You
0: know, it's, it's when you're, it's 10 o'clock at night and you're at home. And, yeah, you know, it, what, one of the things I've been stocking lately and, it's, I don't know what's going on, is the fuses, it, at least we have fuses and plugs here. Mm. And that's not, a, at least when I lived in Canada, that wasn't a common thing in North American. No, you're right. In North America, it isn't. It's not common at and all. It's ridiculous. I don't know why it's not common, but here yeah. it's really common. Yeah, yeah. And I've had a number of different, you know, washing machine, a, a vacuum, where that fuse went. it normally
1: happens when. I uh, a
0: power surge or something. Mm, no. no a power no.
1: surge should be taken out of the board okay and um, that is normally when if it is an older appliance mm. and the resistance is increased and normally it's as you turn it on where uh, okay. the you get the starting power which is more than the running power uh, okay and an aging machine that has more resistance and you could get that uh, there's important things to remember with fuses that uh, the standard fuses that that come with the plug are normally 13 amp yeah most of your appliances only need a five amp okay. or even
0: less. So trying to have those in stock is, is pretty key. And keeping those things. I mean, I've now got quite a stack of them, which is good, yep. but it's 10 o'clock at night. Right. And mm. if you don't have those sitting in the, in your toolkit, yeah. you're like, oh, ah, yeah. oh, there's. I know exactly yeah. where mine are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm certain that there are a whole bunch of us who don't have those. So get some. And they're, they're costing nothing.
1: Yes. It's true. And no, it's no pain.
0: unavailable on Amazon, which is a yeah. really good option. And what a lifesaver because yeah. you, just, you just flick it out. We had so, you know, the vacuum didn't work. And it's like, oh, you know, the vacuums don't work. And it's like, really? Yeah. Think, and that'll be a
1: 13 amp as well. That was. I so I've yeah. got a
0: whole case of 13 amps. So it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Just replace. Away we go. Mm. So that's, that's nice.
1: It's always, it always makes sense to actually hold a couple of spare plugs as well. Yeah. You'd be amazed how often you, you, you pull something out. And uh, there's a burn on the actual plug itself, and you shouldn't reuse those at all.
0: I I, want to share with you the steel that I've got. 23, and it's got to be more than 23 years. So I've lived here. This is going on my 24th year. Mm. Uh, At some point in the first three years, I borrowed a lawnmower off a colleague. And somewhere in that time period, they moved, and they just left it with me. And I don't know. Was there any conversation <laughs> that happened between? Do you mind if I borrow this? Uh, there was. I mind if I borrow this, and uh, and they said. I think I think their gra- What happened is their grass got taken out by their gardener, who at that point decided he would cover it all with sand for the summer and then just ah. take the sand off. But it killed it all. And they said, just hold on to it. And then they ended up leaving country because contracts expired. So it was probably within the first yeah. three years. So I don't know how old this lawnmower is, but it's got to be at least twenty-five years old. One of these cheap razor electric lawnmowers that still runs like a charm oh don't you just love it all i've had to do i did have to get the motor fixed once okay and this is when i'd it off them in you know at one point and that's a bit inconsiderate of them so this is before they <laughs> left it with me but i borrowed it off them and the, the engine blew Ugh. and it was like you've got to be joking me. No. so i took it to the university this is the early days and went to the maintenance guy, and I said, okay, here's, here's the deal. I got this lawnmower. Engine's blown. What do I do? And he says, I'll get this redone for you. And he he literally took it, and they rewound the motor. Nice. Oh, no, not nice. Well, no, they did it right. Oh, they did it right. Yeah, They're yeah. the ones. Yeah. They did the right job. Okay, so the issue
1: with rewound motors, and, again, we see this frequently for compressors and fan motors, is the rewinding quality here is normally terrible.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's a fire risk. So, so they, that's the reason why we don't recommend it. Yeah. But I'm glad yours has improved as legit as the, it's with yeah. 20 years later. And it's still living. Mm. And I was, yet all I've replaced, and this is where the, the whole conversation of plugs comes in, yeah. is I've had to replace the plug a couple times. Yeah. But aside from that, you know, I booted it up yesterday. Just needed, you know, I have a, a, a push more that I typically use. Yes. But when I let it get out of control, I run this thing over mm. it. Still living. Still living. That's brilliant, isn't and it? you know this is these are not expensive lawnmowers.
1: Yes, I love that. But <laughs> I, I love I love things that are made right. Yeah, you know we talk frequently about Nargis's amazing ACs, uh, where yeah. she keeps saying I shall I replace it. No, no, nope. do nope. it. These you repair. <laughs> Utter brilliant. Oh, general quality from. In fact, hers must be older than your. Um, than than your place. Mine are
0: all Lennox's and the guys who come and do my AC stuff, they just, I've said the same thing to them. You think these things need to go and they go, no, No. no, sir, keep the Lennox. These are are great.
1: Yeah. They really are like, um, you know, the Mercedes of old that uh, will just go forever. Yeah. The Toyota Land Cruiser (laughs) of the AC world. (laughs) Just love that stuff. It's really, really good. Just stuff that was made right before they started cost reducing everything and components and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the right way. Certainly. A lot more. Awesome. Mm. Yeah.
0: Anything else going on?
1: Uh we have got oh yeah, we we talked a little bit about um plumbing last week, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, um we've had we,
0: lots of plumbing talk. Yeah, we've had we've had
1: quite a lot of varied jobs recently, um, which is always nice. Is so, it because people are moving or just stuff's failing or there's a lot of move in at the moment oh, okay. and move out. Right. So if you imagine, it tends to be the way, at the moment, it's all downsizing, unfortunately, yeah, with yeah. the prices that have gone sky, uh, skyrocketed. It doesn't seem to be going down either. I think they cut, I think, 12 to 18 months. I'm hoping 12 to 18 months, because that's how long
0: I've got left on my contract. You think 12 to 18 months, and then so, we're going to see a little bit of a dip as more I properties think, come online I think and there stuff. has to be a correction. But okay.
1: then when you think about it, there isn't much prime real estate that's left. We've got Tilal uh, Gaff, which is 922, if I'm um, villas that's coming online. All along that corridor, which is the the way to my work on Di, uh, from DIP, okay. yeah, yeah. is getting built right now. Mm. But I would consider that to be kind of subprime. You uh, know, the backside yeah. of Jumeirah Golf Estates, that kind of area, and it's built on a marsh, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, I wonder whether these people are going to know what that was. That was a lake three years yeah. ago. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's prime where where a lot of the work has been done. There's more that's coming online uh, at the moment on um, the Alcudra corridor as well. Uh-huh. Ranches 3 has I just come there. I saw that. Don't even start me on why they <laughs> called it Ranches 3. It's got nothing to do with the ranches <laughs> whatsoever. That's a mirror oasis if ever I saw it. Yeah. And I just find that ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's not open that conversation. Mm. But there we go, how to destroy a brand. So um, all these areas are available, but it is, tends to be kind of the mid to low range that is very much yeah. the, uh, being developed right now. Okay. Um, so, which I think is kind of fitting considering that most people are downsizing at the moment. Yeah. Um, but it will be interesting to see kind of how that, uh, how that develops. Yeah. The ranch is, is galloping and that's a worry because that's yeah. I live. <laughs> so luckily a long contract amazing landlord i just hope that we we don't have yeah. to move out i mean we've been there since 2008 and um i think natalie would prefer to get rid of me than to get rid of their ranches. <laughs> so you know it's one of those isn't it yeah
0: on that note you know what it's time to uh say thank you very much colin and we'll do it all again really really soon colin thomas essential maintenance we will fix it dubai You're listening to this, you're watching us, like us, share the link, and get in touch. If you want to share something, put it in the comments, got a question, got a query, got something you want to talk about, let us know. We'll talk about it. Colin, thank you. Always a pleasure.